everyone, it's Jess. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Quick announcement before we get started with finishing Equal Rights. We'll be taking the rest of December off, and we'll be back in the new year to talk about Mort. Till then, stay safe, and we'll see you in a thousand years. Welcome to the Discourse, the podcast where I didn't come up with a thing for the opening this time. <laughs> We've had a rough <laughs> fucking half hour. <laughs> we have finished Equal Rights today. Hooray. The third Woo! Discworld book, three whole books under our belts. Misogyny is cancelled. <laughs> Misogyny is cancelled. Yep. It, sh- it sure is. All witches and wizards are non-binary now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Genders abolished. We're done. Genders canceled. Yes. Mission accomplished. The the river flooding and coming into the university was the gender concealment party. No. <laughs> that was the That's... gender fluid. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke based on something just tweeted three months ago. Oh my god. Three months ago on my locked account that people can't fucking see. <laughs> it's a really good joke. Earlier today, I literally was gonna make a joke to Holly about hey, why do you think you know why Ranma changes into a girl Fuck. every time he gets hit wet? It's cause it's gender fluid. It's the gender fluid. Perfect. God. Anyway, I've been mainlining Ranma, but we don't talk about that on this podcast. No. We also uh Holly, did you introduce everyone? No I didn't. I'm Holly. Yeah, who are Hello. these voices? <laughs> Hello, yes, I'm Holly. Um Mark is here. Hello, I'm here. Uh, fuck Julie. Hello, I'm, hi. I'm, I've been building a Warhammer model this entire yeah, time. Yeah, fuck Julie. Yeah, fuck Julie. <laughs> I, this is a platform I can get behind. I am losing it. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit over there. Just Having a little time. Having a time. Oh, and Jess is here. Yeah. Uh, yes, it, I, 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 instead of saying hello, I said fuck Julie, which I don't believe at all. <laughs> <laughs> See, I do, so this is a conflict of interest now. <laughs> oh, no. Let's talk about some witches. Oh, boy. So, we opened, we left off. Um, Esk's staff had just beaten the shit out of Simon. Right. And he's mm-hmm. dead now. Simon's in fucking critical condition. We, like, cut to the... We, first thing, we cut to the wizards, the head wizards all crowded around him. It's like, motherfucker's been out for three days. Jesus. <laughs> Literally! <laughs> Mm-hmm. Let's all smoke around him. That's probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put some leeches on this boy. Yeah, some real, like, late 18th century doctor bullshit going on here. Like, hmm. God. What if we What if we amputated? Would that fix it? I love how <laughs> it takes until Nightwatch for them to introduce a doctor who doesn't fucking suck in this series. That's a long ways coming. Like, that's not... Yeah, that's, that's like, not until the late 90s. <laughs> Which is, like... Of what eight books later <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm looking at i have them roughly chronological on the bookshelf it is like 10 or 12 books from now i yeah. think 
Oh, wow. So that's years. That's literally years away. The slogan of the hospital that he founds is, um, uh, some of our patients don't die. Nice. <laughs> Amazing. Pretty good. Um, that, that, that's truth in advertising. Um, all the wizards are talking about how smart Simon is, uh, namely in the fact that they still don't know shit, but now the shit they don't know is so fucking important. Oh, God, I love that <laughs> so much. I'll, it's it's so good because they like they try to they try to explain to themselves what they what they've learned and they're like, actually I don't know I don't know fucking anything, my guy. I think my favorite one is um a uh, no he said something about if you if you walk far enough in a straight line you'll get to the back of your own head. Don't you mean someone else's head? No no I think he meant your own. <laughs> he said he could prove it. I think. Yeah. It's it's like it's like. <laughs> Four-year-old, why is the sky blue? Mm-hmm. Um, PhD, why is the sky blue? Oh fuck! Uh, listen, please don't ask. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, oh, he he has truly expanded what it means to be ignorant. Yeah, I love. There's like a line about you know, they were burdened by being ignorant about things that ignorant people like had no, not even a concept of. It, it, it was the know. case of like, um. <laughs> Uh, ordinary people were only ignorant about ordinary things. They were ignorant about much bigger things. Yeah. <laughs> God, love I love <laughs> I love it when the wizards are just this. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Esk is, Esk and Granny are listening and it's like, well, that doesn't sound great. You probably shouldn't still be asleep after three days. Esk and Granny like sneak in basically because they're dressed as servants so they're overlooked. And Granny basically explains, yeah, he's definitely in the grip of the creatures from the dungeon dimension. <laughs> yeah, like, he's gone wandering. Like, he has done what Esk did earlier when she just went into a hawk for a thousand years. Like, yeah. this kid's this kid's mind has left his body. Yeah. And that's why he's been dead for three days. I also like that Granny is, like, the only one to do, like, actual medicine. Like, she, like, checks his pulse and stuff and is like... Oh yeah, he's fine, but his bra- his mind is just gone. Granny basically says that, like, makes the reasonable, ju- just says that, like, yeah, if you do a bunch of magic, you kind of call the things to your location, and he was doing a lot of magic, and Esk is like, no, he wouldn't call the things, and Granny's like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up and listen to me, Jesus Christ. There's a really heartbreaking moment when, because I love the explanation that the things from the dungeon dimension aren't attracted to darkness, they're attracted to light, which makes darkness and magic just emit so much fucking light in the universe. But, um, yeah. when, yeah, Esk has that moment of saying, like, no, he would never, and Granny has that realization of, oh, I've lost her. I, I felt this as a teacher of, like, when you realize you've lost a student to some degree, like, mm-hmm. that some potential is now gone. Be it temporary mm-hmm. or permanent, like, oh, you've you screwed up. Like this is this is kind of on you now. Leave her with the wizards for two fucking weeks <laughs> and it undone undoes three years of witch work. Yep. I mean she she does also slap esque here. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't great. Yeah. Weird early granny. But yeah, so this so that's Simon has been taken by the dungeon dimension things basically. Uh, this is also where we find out that Esk threw like threw the staff into the river because it tried to kill Simon. It is an evil thing. Yeah. So she's <laughs> she's hates the st- like freaked out hates the staff threw it in the river. Real kid move. <laughs> yeah, ki- kind of a a knee jerk reaction, I would say. And so Granny's just like, well, 
didn't need to find that. Uh, ask, who's the most important wizard here? And she's like, oh, that would be a Q-Tangle. <laughs> Which I'm just getting now. Shit, the joke about the 33 degrees. Fuck. Uh-huh. It's an acute angle. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Anyway. Uh, that's, how, that's how Terry gets you. <laughs> I never <laughs> bothered saying it out loud before. Anyway. Um, Esk is like, uh, actually, uh, he's an 8th degree mage. And, and Granny says, like, shut the fuck up. None of that matters. That's wizard shit. I... I love how much she hates wizards. Yeah. I, oh, it's so it's good so to good. me. Yes. In my fucking, in my fucking heart, I'm like, yeah. I Granny is the sort of person. If you told them, oh, this person is a doctor, they have a PhD. Granny would say, like, can't even fucking spell doctor correctly. God, PhD. Yeah. What? <laughs> I the the names that Granny makes up for like wizard rankings are very fun. Oh God, yeah. Hiram Tillipu. Um, <laughs> yes. They all call themselves Lord Hide This and the Imperial That. It's all part of the game. Yeah. I like how she even brings it, like, we get we get another glimpse into the magical hierarchy. It's like, even fucking magicians, they call themselves the the amazing Bafo. The amazing Bonko and Doris. So fucking I good. Think every, like, I, don't, I think magicians are only mentioned, like, three or four times in the whole series, and they always have a Doris. It's always the glamorous Doris. <laughs> amazing. Um... Can you maybe remind me of the lore? What's what's the deal with sorcerers? Because they mentioned them a few times in this reading, but I don't remember like their specific. So, what, there is what they're about. The next Rincewind book actually is called the Sorcerer, um, and basically they're just extremely powerful wizards. Like, mm-hmm. so wizards in Discworld use the magic that remains in the world, like a. a a, a much weaker version of like the raw magic that was used to create it. Sorcerers uh-huh. make their own magic, okay, and so they're just obscenely powerful. Yeah, because like I, I forget if it's if it's early in this reading or if it's later on, um, where they're like, oh yeah, Simon could have been a sorcerer. Like the kid was that fucking good with magic that they were like the kid could just make magic. I, that's the later definition. I think maybe it's like like this kid has the potential to like make new yeah spells and shit yeah because like, something you can't really do anymore yeah. which i mean that is something that spoiler alert for literally the end of this book that's something that they do anyway so yeah they make the new kind of magic that is not using magic yeah. <laughs> the new kind yeah. of magic which is just kind of looking at shin going like we should probably just like not actually you know what <laughs> yeah that's sometimes just... it turns out that the real magic was inside you all along <laughs> Yeah, magic is like jazz. It's about the magic you don't. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Could have done that at home. <laughs> Could have done that at home. About the spells you don't cast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we don't have magic at home. <laughs> God. Esk basically says, "Oh yeah, all the great wizards are probably in like the uh, the fucking dining hall because uh, it's meal time." And Granny's just like, well, let's fucking go. And Esk is like, oh, women aren't allowed. And Granny just fucking glares at her like, right, yeah. Ask right. me if I give a fuck. I don't. <laughs> this this reminds me of there's a wonderful running gag in, of all things, the recent live action Paddington movies of just the stare of like, because <laughs> like, at one point Paddington just stares at like one of the main characters like, wait, what are you doing? This is what my, what my Aunt Lucy called the stare. It's supposed to just make you feel bad. And it's like, okay, well, it's not going to work. 
Uh, okay, can you please just stop? Just st- stop. Stop. Sta- please just stop staring at me. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> very good. But yeah, she's walking in. Like, I'm just imagining the fucking scene from the SpongeBob episode where he learns the swear word, where a guy has his chewed up food hovering in place. Like, everyone's just staring at her. Hey, cute Tangle, how the fuck are you? God. Nice fucking day we got here, huh? The difference, the most powerful difference between witches and wizards is that witches witches can swear. Witches can say fuck. Oh yeah, because Rincewind 100% could never say fuck. Mm -hmm. They never let Uh, him, that was a problem. Once we we get uh, Ridcully in here, oh, the wizards will swear. I still remember the day I learned how to do the middle finger and I showed my mom. (laughs) Oh, ooh, can I tell a fun story about my roommate? Of course, Um, uh, Liz has a she has a couple older sisters um, who who like older sisters did you know tormented her yeah um, and they had a German shepherd named Tucker oh uh, no oh I can see why oh, you know that God. for German the uh, the T is pronounced like an F well no not quite no. Um, but uh, Liz's Liz's oldest sister Stephanie uh, was like hey Liz you know what what things wrong with Tucker because uh, Stephanie was like. 12 and i think liz would have been like seven at this point or something um and so you know she she runs down the list of things that rhyme with tucker and then stephanie goes to their mom and she's like liz said a bad word yeah the classic and and like repeated it to their mother and her mom was like steph i know that you did that yeah liz doesn't know what that means you Idiot. also ran in here with a big fucking grin on your face. Literally. You, like, you I, I, did... I know Steph, and I know that that's exactly how that went down. You did the fucking Three Stooges B.A. B.E.B., but... Yeah. Exactly. Like, and, and so at any time... <laughs> I think about that so much. I love it. It's one of my favorite stories. Children have this about... quantum state of being where if they aren't really thinking about stuff, they can be the smartest, wisest people. But when they think they're really smart, oh my god, no. Oh, honey, yeah. no. <laughs> They're so, honey, no, you <laughs> idiot. You fool. You dipshit, you're five. <laughs> you dipshit, you're fucking 11 years old. Um, I, I, But I love when, when Granny goes in the in the hall here and she, like, kicks open the doors and one of them flies back and he's throwing the shit in the yeah. It's excellent. Fucking obliterates him. I, I stopped, I stopped and, like, reread the line so I could picture it properly in my head. Some poor student got covered in hot soup. Just fuck. <laughs> she has to like limp through the great hall to go see Cute. Yeah, while she's trying to intimidate everyone. I'm imagining some super right. long like Get Smart style sequence. She's go- like busting through all these different hallways <laughs> until she gets to the dining hall. It's like fuck. God damn it. Shit. Fuck. Ow. 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 God. God. Yeah. And I. I also like how, like, when she walks in, she just starts, she, like, turns to every wizard and is like, ask, is this person important? And she's like, no, not really. And then she's like, then get me an important wizard. Go ahead. God. And so they they go up to the, like, the staff table that hovers, and I hate these motherfuckers. I hate wizards. Yes, the literal high table. I hate them. I like that it, like, doesn't it, like, cloud to the floor when they all leave, implying that they're all keeping it up through the meal? Yeah. Probably, like, <laughs> who are them buggers? They used to be chief wizards. Oh yeah, the fucking statues and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> them buggers. She she winds up in a magical duel with Cute Ankle, right. and this is the raddest shit. Yeah. This is the raddest shit. 
so this is this is interesting like because because i mean what what this means is that like granny is capable of a wizard's level of magic this whole fucking time yeah like she just she just doesn't do it yeah like that's that's the fucking thing which that's is, the point yeah. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I, I, the, I also, thing, I also like. Oh, sorry, you go first, Mark. I was gonna say the thing. The thing that's weird here is that Granny's eyes turn into fucking like disco balls while she's doing this. <laughs> it's so fucking good. And like, the, and cute angle fucking like hates hates it. He's like, please stop staring at me like that. <laughs> but uh, I, I really like that when they get into this duel. It's it honestly kind of visually which is weird to say since it's still a book um summarizes mm. like what granny's always said is the difference between witches and wizards wizards will try and take control of things and because cute angle keeps turning into all these vicious animals while witches work with nature and granny always turns into the natural cause of death for all of these things or in the case of a snake just a basket to hold the snake in. yeah exactly <laughs> sure <laughs> But I like when when Q Tangle becomes like the saber toothed tiger and Granny just turns into a tar pit. <laughs> oh yeah, like all this shit. Like Esk can hear the dungeon dimension creatures, and every wizard is running the fuck out of the room. Stop doing magic. <laughs> yeah, we have to get into this magic flex. Stop. <laughs> You're melting the flagstones and burning a hole in the roof. I love how Granny's like. <laughs> You know, oh yeah, the dungeon uh, dimension creatures, they're attracted to, like, magic, so you try not to do a lot of it, instantly does the most magic. Yeah. <laughs> so much magic. Hold my broom while I do 8,000 spells. These witch- these wizard fuckers think witches can't do magic. Check this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Literally check this when shit the smoke, out. When the smoke clears, I am lying dead on the pavement. <laughs> See, I was thinking, hey, look at how hard I can attract the creatures for the dungeon dimensions. (laughs) Inanimate? I'll show you inanimate! Yeah. (laughs) So so the things start coming and they don't stop coming. Um, (laughs) And, uh, Esk runs back to, um, Simon's room. Right. She assumes that something will take over his body. Well, yeah, because Granny's like, hey, you know, if you try and bring him back, there's no... There's no guarantee that you bring him back and something else just doesn't come back in his place and pretend to be him. Right. So Esk is like, oh shit, I gotta go back. And there's just like a bunch of student wizards outside the door. It's like, it's locked tight and all of us are fucking useless. (laughs) Oh, there's a bunch of arcane nerds. I I forgot to attend the class on telekinesis. Yeah, I I love that. She's like, she goes into the crowd and she's like, "Well, one of you fucking do a spell then," and everyone's like, "Oh, I can't. I mean, magic's hard. No, I can't really. Magic's hard." I love. She's like, "You guys are a bunch of wizards. Why don't you whiz?" And like, I love. <laughs> yeah, take a whiz. I love reminders that she's nine. It's very good. Reminders that she's nine and also just like is a fucking bumpkin. Yeah, she's a nine-year-old bumpkin. I love her. And I have once again. Whenever I hear that, I'm just thinking, it's like, God, they really did name that water park Water Whiz, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> In my hometown of America. They named that park Water Whiz, and then Adam Sandler, of course, filmed a scene there. So, sometimes my partner calls wizards whiz lords, and I always hate him for it. And it's, it's <laughs> on the same level as this. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> but so Esk, Esk borrows the university and just flexes a pinky and fucking blows the door off his hinges. She remembers that old buildings can have minds, and she's like, 
Hang on a sec. Hold on, let me just fucking do this shit. Borrowing remains to be one of the coolest goddamn concepts this book introduces. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Because uh, she's like, yeah, you know, the stones... One of her boys is extremely upset that he can't get into the bedroom. <laughs> It'd be like that. Um, <clears throat> so, there's like... It's... Because I feel like there's some there's some conflicting lore where I don't know what the, the implication is. Probably the implication is that, you know, this is a magic university. Well, I mean, this is what happened when, when Granny borrowed the, the university before. Like, damn, he really goes <laughs> off. Um, yeah. Cla- Claudio, when he gets upset, he has the, a very particular, like, yowling meow that he does. <laughs> Bless. Um, where, because the buildings have contained so much magic they absorb the magic and that's how they develop a mind of their own but i also thought that it was like is is there an implication here that the university is made out of trolls that turned into stone oh i never thought about that actually that's interesting i think the implication is just like a building develops a personality over time I, i think it's definitely a case of like uh it's not it's weirdly coincidental lore that i think yeah, and there probably is somewhere in like the thirty years, um, people ask Terry Pratchett questions. Someone has probably brought that up, and he's like, "I never thought about it that way, but that works really well." So let's go with it. Terry Pratchett does that a lot. Um, if you've heard of Watsonian versus Doyleist uh, explanations for shit, he is, like he's done things like like when people ask him, "Hey, why is fucking Lord Vetinari so weird in the first book?" And he's like, oh, I could make up a whole bunch of bullshit about how um, this is his brother or something. But no, it was just me being a dumb writer in my early years. Fair. Because, yeah, like, you know, this this is the book after we get an introduction of, like, rock creatures with silicone mines who slowly shut down and just turn into rocks. Right. And then it's like, ooh, these rocks have mines. And I'm like, okay, well, you just told me about yeah. it. The, the creatures that turn into yeah. rocks when they stop this, having minds. This is, this is like reverse Chekhov's gun, where it's like, I will introduce this concept, it will never and come up again, but it's kind of cool. It will never come up again. Trolls don't grow to the size of mountains anymore. Unfortunate rip. But I just, yeah, it, it stuck out to me, and I was like, that's definitely not what he meant. The university is not made out of trolls, which... Would also be like just like a wild yeah. thing to to say. That's like a wild implication. I want to imagine university made out of trolls. I'm imagining they're all regular sized and they're just fucking huddled together. They're just like, eh, hey, it's a living. Yeah, I can. <laughs> I can imagine someone bringing that up to Terry Pratchett, like you know, a decade after this book was written, and him just being like, "Fuck, that would have been a really good idea." Shit, yeah. I can't do anything. Oh, fuck, with it. you're right. The book's already written, god damn it. <laughs> Shit. He's like, I just imagine him going like, can you unwrite a book? I would love if you could. I would love to just mm-hmm. redo that, please. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, but so as com- she completely blows this door off. Yeah, there's the the silly lo- like description that I like, where it's like, beams of blue light lanced out into the corridor, moving and dancing as indistinct shapes shuffled through the blinding brilliance inside the room. The light was misty and actinic, the sort of light to make Steven Spielberg reach for his copyright lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Very, very, like, dated line, but still very funny. Industrial light and magic. Yeah. For real, though. Um, but yeah, then she just, like, lays down next to Simon and it's just like, well, time to follow him into the something. Yeah, she she gets her mind, like, 
sucked out of her body, basically. And so, like, just passes yeah. out next to Simon. And we're treated to fucking magical mystery tour over here. And she's just like, whoa, I'm, like, flying around the disc. I wonder if I could borrow the great out I should probably not do that, actually. <laughs> hey, maybe I shouldn't do that yeah. There's There's an interesting line here um, where, like... Like, she wanted to just let her mind go and sink into the nothingness, but but being angry, that was the thing. She knew it was very important to stay really angry. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I read, like, somebody's post fairly recently about um, that, like, like, Terry was a very angry man. Like, and, and like, when he, when he wrote these books, like, he was angry about the state of the world, and that's, he put a lot of it into these books. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so that's... That stuck out to me that, like, you know, the a, a method of staying grounded is just to, to be very angry and know that a, a great injustice has been done to, to this person and and your your pure anger is going to fuel you. Yeah. It's I Seems I'm full of rage. <laughs> <laughs> there are two types of people. That was the people. worst of choice in my fucking life, and I'm not good at it at the best of times. There, there are two types of people. Insightful analysis and seems I'm full of rage. Seems I'm full of rage. You want me to say hi to Goons? I can think of a funny Homer voice. <laughs> There's no hired goons in this chapter. No. Damn. No hired this goons. This isn't Lupin Lottery. We don't talk about hired goons on this show. <laughs> oh, we hired will. Goons. We will. God. I will not permit hired goons in the discourse. <laughs> Anyway, she fucking finds Simon surrounded by a bunch of the things from the dungeon dimensions and also a bunch of weird bullshit worlds. I I also love while she's floating through space here, like she just starts listing stuff that she knows. Oh yeah. Like she Takes also she also gra- Yeah, she she grounds herself with with the like the knowledge take it friends arm yourself with knowledge <laughs> like <laughs> Like she she keeps herself grounded with like the all the practical knowledge that Granny has given her, and I love that. I think that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, I like the description of how goats can get a lot of diseases cows can get, and also a lot of diseases sheeps can get, and a whole bunch that only they get. She got uh-huh. as far, yeah. and then the line wouldn't utter, and I'm like, oh. Ugh. Yeah. Terry Pratchett right. like a whole really was going through a goat so phase God. when writing this book. Like, Yeah, I guess so, huh? Like I mentioned before, he when he was living his fucking semi-pastoral life at this point. Oh but yeah, I just I love the image of Terry Pratchett with his big fucking dumb hat and like wa- walking stick, just checking the goats and being like, "God damn it, wood another again? Fuck!" Ugh. Is that like a callus? But oh, I don't want to. Probably, probably a callus. You could get some get some chap. Maybe some there. calcification. Anyway, let's talk about these bullshit idiot worlds. Like this first one, it's a fucking sphere. Garbage. <laughs> Who would make a ball? Jackass world. Who would make a sphere? You know, I'm I'm almost certain I've mentioned this in like one of our first episodes. Uh, one of my favorite Discworld books, uh, Small Gods, is actually about a group of religious fundamentalists who are all spherical discers. Good. Oh, love it. Good, love good, it. good. Prac- reasonably practical for our times. This is this is <laughs> reminding me of um. There's a student I teach who just loves Ru- Rubik's cubes, and he has a bunch of different kinds. And he brought in okay. one, and I was just like, "Oh, it's cool." And then he turned the cube, and it turns on the diagonal axis. <gasps> I was like, "What? Like, what? What?" what? 
That's cursed. <laughs> it's like one of those fucking icosahedron ones. Yeah, he then pulled out one that looked like if you took a cube and you twisted it so the in the the middle part had like become smaller, so like it was like a cubic uh, hourglass shape. I was like, what? How do you? How do you turn that? What the fuck is wrong with you? I wonder if there's, like, a Twitter for, like, <laughs> Rubik's Cubes with Cursed Auras. Probably. Because that's Cursed what it makes me feel like. Rubik's Cubes that are just fucked up and wrong. <laughs> Rubik's Cubes, but all of the cubes are slightly different sizes. Mm, I, I don't like I that. Rubik's Cube, but, Rubik's Cube, but someone has put a bunch of sand into the turning mechanisms. <laughs> So every time you do it, it just makes a weird little click, 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 click. Ugh. Oh, I hate that. I don't like that at all. Anti-ASMR Rubik's so... Cubes. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so Simon's sitting here in the in the cold, cold, gritty sand. Um, and he's he's got like a bunch of these crystals around them. And, I, and I like... each one has... Oh. I was just gonna say, yeah, like, I like how we get like this this bullshit sphere world garbage and then esk is like let's move on to some of these sensible ones like this ice wall <laughs> or, yeah. or this fucking <laughs> fucking i'm gonna butcher this this uh Yurgmungandr, the fucking oh, Norse... yeah yeah the yggdrasil the world tree the, or the the snake world yeah that was the, yeah that was the it's a sea serpent, it's, I know, but that was actually what I was, yeah. It's, yeah, it's Ouroboros, but now that you say Snake World, I hope it is just a world of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Jake's Snake World. <laughs> I don't know why I might jump to this, but when you said Snake World, I just... Regular human world, but everything is made out of snakes, and I yeah. did imagine a snake bicycle. I was gonna <laughs> say... A couple of Ouroboros. There's a, a snake driving a snake car. <laughs> Where the wheels are made of snakes. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um. Oh no, I hate snakes. <laughs> Just kidding. It's I like love snake world. Very it's like a uh, fucking spiders man. Something like this. A Spider Man made of spiders. <laughs> if there was a snake world, would I look like this? <laughs> would I look like this? If snakes wore snake pants. Slants. <laughs> Are snake pants a tube, or are they just a very shallow trough that the snake kind of sits in? <laughs> They're a tube. Come on. Let's... If snakes wore pants, <laughs> would they wear them like this or like this? Listeners, listeners, write in and tell us how snakes would wear snake pants. God, don't. Please. No, no please, please do. do. I want to hear about the snake pants. <laughs> tweet at us. Is Lord Flannelfoot on Twitter? <laughs> what's, what's missing from snake pants? You are. <laughs> now I'm just reminded of that stupid tweet that makes me laugh every time of like, you know, God, okay, so you guys have now an equal amount of legs, great. Snake, hey, what if we just play for keep so when it gets all the legs? God, I don't know if that's Millipede. No, no, no. If the kid wants to play, let him play while shuffling a deck of cards. God. <laughs> oh, no. God. Damn, yeah, that was where I pulled the fucking snake you are from. Um, but yeah, Simon is just giggling at um, a little glass pyramid containing the actual Discworld. And by actual Discworld, I do mean the actual Discworld. Yeah, it's it's like he shakes it like a snow globe and goes... <laughs> yeah. And there's like a line earlier where Esk noticed that all of the stars were shaking around the sky. And it's like, no, that's not normal. Yeah. Oh, they don't do that. 
Also, a line about the stars being, what was it, 20 feet across? <laughs> like a big one. Because that the, the, the firmament is real and all the stars are just kind of hanging out near the disc world. And and also, he's surrounded by a million of the, the dungeon dimension things who are just yeah, looking them. at him and yeah. waiting for something to happen. She, she, like, takes it from him and is like, okay, I'm gonna go now. And then one of them just grabs her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like how they're all described as being nightmares, but, like, assembled by someone who doesn't realize what makes things scary. So, like, you get a set of wolf jaws with moth antennas and... Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cute. Moth antennas are these are just These are just sparkle dogs is the thing. I think they're the mm. only, like, actual terrifying thing that gets described is it was, like, a bunny that had its face open like a banana peel. Yeah. yeah. I was, like... That's I was, up. like... They say they say that they're like not actually that like weird looking, but I'm like mm, that sounds pretty it horrific. Sounds pretty actually. weird looking. <laughs> yeah, Esk does just beat up a bunch of them because apparently they're put together very shoddily. So she just like starts kicking them and stuff, and they like fall over like a sack of grapes. <laughs> I'm, I'm always just kicks the crap. Out I'm always <laughs> I'm always just uh, jealous of um, my partner because he's not scared. Like I am terrified of like spooky bullshit that doesn't exist, but I just am. Mm-hmm. He is not because when he was a kid, he dreamt of a like ghost clown, and in his dream, he just kicked the ghost clown, and he's like, "Well, I can't be less cool than baby me." So, yeah, that's really good. Damn. I don't do well with horror at all. Mm-hmm. See, I I would simply kick the ghost <laughs> clown. <laughs> I have a, a distinct like separate like any ghost bullshit in real life doesn't bother me, but like fucking when it's fiction, I'm very bothered by it. Mm-hmm. Is the thing. Fair. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, Escarina Smith kicks the shit out of everyone. Hell yeah. <laughs> Blessed. Bless her. Bless her. It, it goes on for a little bit. Like, she, she kicks these things a lot. Um, Here we go. But then, like, they she can hardly walk, and when you hit them, they fall over. There we go. Yeah, because they. What, whatever the fuck they got under their cloaks is, like, spindly legs, I guess. Um, they made their bodies out of bubble gum and <laughs> paper clips. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of talk about how like their like joints and shit are put together wrong, so they can't like they're very unstable. We built ourselves wrong as a joke. They spent a lot of time working on the faces, <laughs> making the faces really ugly. Yeah. They didn't figure out like you don't put twenty knees on on the legs, yeah, because the knees are sensitive. It's, <laughs> it's like the description I heard from uh, like a. a bird rescue twitter i I follow and it was just like baby vultures look like someone who put a lot of detail into the face and then just got really lazy and drew a puffball for a body yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) but then as she's kicking the shit out of all these things um someone behind her laughs and we get this uh fucking damn it now i remember what i was going to do for the intro, which is like uh, the podcast where we have our own highly paid linguist, Jess. <laughs> oh, oh, our highly paid stunt linguist? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wish I'd been a stunt yeah, linguist. Yeah, that's you. Do you want to take a shot at this? Oh my god. This... Well, this is just bullshit made up language garbage. So language. Zarni <laughs> Shilkov? Like, it's... Okay. Which I'm definitely, like, not putting enough into that, because I... it doesn't hurt that much to do which i guess is supposed to be a lot harder epiglottis but... throttling word yeah it's oh uh, it's n- it's not <laughs> you it, it doesn't need to be this long this kind of that kind of absurd word i hate 
this little section in the middle, which is like a word that's close in meaning, is the kumhuli word squimped. No, Holly, I'm sorry. Do you mean squirmed? <laughs> oh, Frankly, yeah, a worse, oh, is it squ- worse bunch of words. Sorry. It's squirmed. No, I see an MT here. Yeah, in I have MT. Online version. The Kumhuli, a, a noble people. <laughs> yeah, what's <laughs> what's wrong squirt. with that? What's sorry? What's wrong with that word, Holly? I don't. Nothing. The Kumhuli will make you squirt. <laughs> I hate this. Oh boy. <laughs> I've tuned out. I'm just. I'm going back oh. to this Warhammer model I was making before. God damn it. Yeah. See Fine, I'll read this fucking Primrose Ronda fic that I was reading before we started. <laughs> Awful. Awful. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, it's just, it's basically show. a fucking like, oh, there's something horrifying happening. Yeah. It's you you think you've disposed of your enemies and then you hear a sword drawing behind you. Anyway, something that is in Simon's body but it is not him is like gimme the fucking uh, Discworld child. They do the um when I say they I mean Terry. Uh Terry does the void eye thing again. Um, yeah. Like he did with the uh, Trimon. Well, yeah, it's nice to establish a consistent thing that the... Yeah, consistency yeah. this early in the disc world? How dare he? God. Yeah. <laughs> Shame. Um, but they're like, give it to us. And she's like, nah. Yeah. I like, um... I, re- I actually, I really... I really like this scene, because this reminds me a lot of, um... Like, like Pan's Labyrinth. This has a kind of... Okay. Like, Del Toro feel to it, of, like small girl faced with with awful monsters but you know since she's bright and precocious she's gonna get out of this um it's very fairy tale she directly directly refutes the hypothesis of if you if you die in the dream you die for real (laughs) Uh, literally yeah 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 because um like they she's like yeah none this this isn't real none of this is real um and then like the dungeon dimensions kind of draw out of simon and he's like Nah, man, this is fucking real, dude. Like, like when real Simon comes back, he's like, "Shit, dude." Yeah. Notably, he is not stuttering here. <clears throat> yeah, the the, uh, the the things fixed his speech impediment. God. There's so many things wrong with them. They just carried that last one to go with. Yeah, sure. I also really like when uh, the dungeon dimension thing and Simon goes to ask of like, "We can just take it." And she's like, "No, you can't because like you you have to be, have things given to you." And I like the implication that. Evil never takes things over. People just willingly give themselves over to it. Yeah. Mm. It's very good. Um, but she just, like, reassures Simon. It's like, oh, they only have as much power as uh, we let them. And then just fucking material... No, this is this is after. Because... Yeah, oh, yeah. We yeah, get that long, we get the long bit with Granny Weatherwax and Cute Ankle. That's right. Yeah. But before that, um, when, when Simon's like, no, no, the ideas are real. Like, they, they ver- they're very real the here. This world is numbers. Um, uh-huh. This, the disc world is numbers, um, but but asks like no no it's not. Um, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but this kind of reminded me of because um, like wizards are academics, like capital A academics, yeah. um, and and something that that capital A academics like love to say kind of is is like they're they're very into kind of the the theoretical nature yeah. of, of things, but they they don't understand like. No, the ideas that you talk about, like, those things do happen, like, <laughs> um, I don't know, like, it's, I, I, it's, 
I feel like I, ahead, I see Sorry, what I'm you're saying is like it's like material stuff versus like theory. Like, yeah, it's the practical element yeah, that they we're... don't know how to like. Academics is, I, I guess, is like when you have the people who have spent so long theorizing about something, but they never realized either a this has practical applications, b the practical applications have already happened, or c uh, like this can't actually be practically implemented in this bubble vacuum you've created. I definitely, when I was reading this the other day, I had, like, cogent things to say about it, but I didn't write enough of them down to, like, be able to say it now. But um, it's, it is interesting to me that we are bringing up that no ideas can be damaging and, and hurtful. Like, everything is not just discussed in a theoretical vacuum. Like, when you, when you have, like... There's no such thing as a harmless discussion, because... Exactly. Like, like when like when people like to get about like like a lot of like what if isms. Yeah. Um, playing devil's advocate about etc. I, yes, I, yes, I guess it's of, also like how when academics they get into these very big discussions and they think it's very high mighty, honestly, of like well, theoretically we could think about this, but they don't really think of the material um like pain that is causing people already and they, they're talking about it from a perspective of not someone who's never experienced that material level of like pain and trauma. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm like yeah, yeah. like the implication at the end of the book is that Granny's gonna have wizard students come up to like do practical practical stuff, and I'm just imagining like a bunch of like oh, but is anything we see really real? And it's like you know what's real? The shit in the goat. Cut. Yeah, <laughs> go, go out of that map. Exactly. Boy. Listen, oh, exactly. More STEM majors need humanities, and sometimes the humanities is cleaning out the goat shit. Like, so yeah, it's I I found that interesting about this scene. Um, I thought it was an interesting thing to. Yeah, I'm 100% with you on that, Jess, yeah. I definitely didn't talk about it very well, and I apologize for that. No, I think the point got across. Yeah. Then we cut to Granny and Q-Tangle, having finished their duel, because both of them are very tired. They also... This is, like, where Simon is, like, being used as a hostage, basically. Yeah, so, like, he's, he's conscious, like, as a person. Like, the things are not possessing him anymore, but they're like, oh, we'll hurt him. Yeah, because, like, like, they... Because, like, you care about him or something. Yeah, because, like, they can't do anything to Esk directly, but they're like, oh, we'll just, like, like cause Simon a bunch of pain if you don't do what we want then. And then this is also where he talks about, like, he created these, like, concepts of the world, basically. Like, he, like the quantum states of the world, basically. Because, like, they're his models of the world, and, like, that's what Whoa. the dungeon dimension monsters are after is like yeah this because weird... granny because granny mentions earlier like the dungeon dimension creatures want to inhabit the disc world like the physical plane of reality but they can't so they need someone like simon to create a version of that reality where they can right mm-hmm. and unfortunately because disc world is just stupid enough to let this bullshit work he's like oh yeah i can make this world for you <laughs> Like, Discworld is absolutely the place where, like, if you think a weird thing about reality, yeah, that's just gonna happen. Yeah. He made Snake World for them, and they were like, we don't want to do <laughs> Yeah, they were like, what the fuck am I supposed I to do with this? Disgusting, how could you? Yeah. <laughs> I can't wear pants there, what are you talking about? Uh, the one snake Dungeon Dimension creature's like, I don't know, guys, I think it's kinda cool. <laughs> yeah, guys, let's try it out. Yeah, let's do it! <laughs> Shut up, Gary! 
Yeah, yeah, we're Shut up, beer. Yeah, Homer, we need more beer. Yeah, guy, we need more beer. Okay, guys, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, calm down. <laughs> yeah, we need more Snake World. Um, all, op- uh, all opposed? Nay. Just keep saying <laughs> that. Who keeps <laughs> doing that? It was him, fellas. Go yeah. get him. <laughs> anyway. Okay. All right, okay. All right. Let's, I'm, let's keep going. Mark, are you happy? Are you fucking happy, Mark? I'm very happy that I do this podcast. Mark's having a great... Mark loves this show as much as I do. <laughs> yeah, we go back to the real world. Yeah. Uh, Cute Angle and Granny Weatherwax are still fucking going, going at it. They're just, like, destroying the fucking the, university. The floor under Granny is melting. Yeah. <laughs> and the table behind Cute Angle had taken root. That's cool. That's yeah. fun. Um, um but what like the students come to like get them to be like, oh, something weird's happening with Simon and Esk. The 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 one that actually like I love the mention that like um one of them earned bravery points for life by tugging on Cute Angle's robe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like God, it's like, you know <laughs> Oh, hey, private you're being field promoted to lieutenant on Omaha Beach because you're the one left last guy remaining and you can run. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so her and Cute Angle go to like see what's happening and examine Simon and Esk. Uh, and Granny's like, oh, their brains are gone. This isn't good. Yeah, this is this is where this is where Granny's like, we gotta find that staff that she threw in the fucking river. Right. And Cute Angle the whole time is like, it's washed out to sea by this point. We don't know where... It's raining. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old, it's... and I'm tired. <laughs> I think it's also the first time Granny has explained fully, or even, like, either her or Esk have fully explained the situation to any of the wizards. Right. This, yeah. is, the, this is the first time anyone is, like, caring enough to actually listen to, like, what's their story. Yeah, so she fell into a cursed spring in China. It's... No. <laughs> this is not your Ranma fanfiction. Um, excuse you, that was just Ranma canon. <laughs> no, I'm saying this is this is not your crossover fic. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Holly, please, this isn't in the lore of Discworld. Yeah. Uh, the, fuck the, off. The, if the, I ever hear the, world, the word lore again, I'm gonna scream. It, it's so good, uh... Like how much they push the idea of fucking shitty, like male nerds being like, it's not in the law. It's yeah. like, shut the fuck up, please. <laughs> That's that. I can't believe this comes from like before the internet was a thing and nerds talked about lore all the time. Oh yeah, but somehow it comes across exactly the same. It fits. I it fits to, perfectly yeah. with shitty fantasy literature nerd. Checks culture. the checks the bookliner. Oh, 1988. Jesus. I, I keep. <laughs> I, I have told so many fucking dumbass nerds. Like, if you just said it's not in the canon, I'd understand. But lore is literally malleable by its existence. Like, yeah. family st- anecdotes are lore because mm. they change. Lore, by definition, is a made-up Are we thing. supposed to like... believe this is some kind of magical gender? <laughs> magical I'm <laughs> 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 mm, sure hope someone got fired for that. Whoa, a female wizard. What, got, what were you guys smoking? We were eating rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie <laughs> 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 chicken! Granny, Granny and Cute Angle are going out into this terrible storm to, like, search the flooded river for uh, Esk's staff. And it's like, do we even know? It's like, <laughs> Cute Angle falls into the river. It's like, found the boat. 
do you know do you know how to row a boat and granny's like which way does the pointy way go yeah which end of the oar do i put in the water and cute angle's like uh i haven't been on a boat since i was two and i live in i grew up in the mountains <laughs> like when they get on the boat they get out in the river and then you know just zoom down the down the river uh, Granny's like, oh, I thought you said you knew about boats. And Cute Angle's like, no, I just said you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, such a real experience. Yeah. In some ways, this sequence of them becoming besties is like, it feels kind of like rushed because it's like the last act of the book. And so it has to be like finished mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, fuck, yeah. we gotta make Granny unrecognizable for next appearance. Shit. Yeah, but like <laughs> I enjoy the parts that are in it. Yeah, it is good. Like, like none of this sticks, but I like a lot of the shit that happens. Fair. Um, I don't like how horny Qtang is. Yes. yes, a lot of the time. There's a lot of... This is kind of a like the thing is is that. As we know with from Rincewind, wizards are not allowed to fuck. And the thing is, a lot of them deal with that very poorly. <laughs> mm, just like real men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but so, so they're like flying down this river and basically, they're going to, going to fucking die looking for this staff because they're in a terrible storm in a sinking boat. The thing is, is that... You say, I don't like how horny they make. It's like, well, what he's doing? He's imagining her in a s- fucking silk robe. Like, Holly, like fucking Holly, you can see one. her ankles in that. God. It's disgusting. <laughs> Heavens to <Fucking>. Murgatroyd. <laughs> I, I think the bit that sticks out to me is when they fucking do a cutie honey bullshit. Or implied, at least. <laughs> um, I'll fucking find the screenshot but yeah they go out into the fucking ocean to die There's... they know when they hit the ocean because they know when they hit the ocean because the water's no longer chunky <laughs> right yes Ugh, God. which reminds God. me cute ankle fell into the river which is he, he should, should have like doctor. eight kinds of syphilis by now from yeah. he should see river. A bunch of his skin actually. is melting off of his bones there's a line later in the section where a wizard's like, I know it's River Ankwater because it's too chunky to drink, but too runny to plow. Yeah. I, and there's, like, the bit where, like, they're bailing out the boat with Cute Angle's boots. The, the Cute Angle during this whole segment is just that John Mulaney bit that's like, well, this might as well happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, I also, there's, like, the bit of... He thinks she has a fine figure, and then he, like, realizes that she's wearing all these fucking weird layers of, like, old gross clothing, and he's, like, metaphoric- metaphorically a fine figure. It's like, um, I love the description of Granny Weatherwax had the habit of wearing her entire wardrobe in one go. Yeah. <laughs> it's really Same. good. Like, Big it's move. not even systematically, like, carefully laid. No, it's just like... <laughs> yeah, it's just, well, all this, all, all this is on here. It's just that God. Oh God! I, I'm, no, I'm not gonna. Ref, I'm not gonna reference a goddamn bit from Friends. Uh, Stop, Brain. <laughs> <laughs> and and the whole the whole time, Cute Angle's like whining, like oh, this isn't gonna work. And she's like, yeah, Well, we have to fucking try old. something. She's like, All right, motherfucker, do you taste the fucking magic in the air? And he's like, Um, oh. ex- actually, magic is not water soluble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there, oh there, wait there's a tinny taste in the air my bad there's there's a line they use this a lot which is million to one chances crop up nine times out of ten mm-hmm. excellent Th- that is like a thing throughout the rest of the series you love to yeah see it's it. good 
because the Discworld runs on narrative, uh, fucking narrative uh, impulses, and like people have learned to exploit this. <laughs> it runs on because Terry said so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that reminds me of um, uh, my partner recently um heard of a new Kieran Gillen comic uh called Die, which is all about like kids who got trapped in a Dungeons and Dragons game. Uh, and then came out, but now are back in it, like, for, like as 40-year-old adults. Fucking Jumanji. Yeah, yeah. very much so. Mm. Um, but I love that it's... They get trapped in, it like, a and d system they created. And okay. one, one of the classes is... I think it's just the Fool. And it's like, you, like, don't have any special powers, except for the fact that you're impervious, so long as your character takes nothing seriously. Okay. Mm. Okay, as long as it's funny. Yeah, so like it, it, <laughs> it's it's very much like um one of the they get caught in a jail and one of the characters breaks them out and they're like, "Are you drunk?" and he's like, "Well, yeah, because listen, it'd be really stupid of me to break you out of jail when drunk, and I fucking saw no guards though, so who cares?" Yeah. Good. <laughs> That's fun. I like that. They hit like a patch of frozen sea out here. I love and... the description where it's like the boat doesn't come up against the ice it gets frozen in place as they're moving yeah yeah and and q tangles like uh okay and granny's like all right it's here yeah okay get in everyone remember <laughs> where we parked <laughs> now remember when the, the icy lot the <laughs> yeah the parked icy in the icy lock <laughs> fuck uh and then then they just go go toward this uh pool of dry ice uh that the the staff is in right and this is where we we find out that cute angle is from the ramtop mountains he's from like the town over from badass and granny's like oh yeah i knew you you're a little you're you're like this weird kid next door right i got stuff from your mom all the time right yeah i just saw some fat unpleasant kid he's like i remember some weird bossy girl yeah i i do like um the exchange that they have about um because Terry manages to do this in a way that isn't annoying, where, like, he does, like, a good old days conversation, but, like, it, it, there's a genuineness oh, yeah. to it that I like, where everything was a different color peoples. in those days. Yeah, 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 that's true. It didn't rain so much in the summertime. Sunsets were brighter. I, there were more old people. Oh, there were more old people, the and now there were more young people. Is such, you think it's it'd be so the other good. way around. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. It's, yeah. Like, this, this... I. A lot of Granny and Q-Tangle's interaction, I'm like, mm, okay, all right. But, like, this is very... You know, it, it very much humanizes, like, the feeling you get as you grow old over time. Yeah. And yeah. the, like, it, like, the feeling of nostalgia that isn't just surface level, because these are things that... We, we all say edging towards 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get this! <laughs> Holly, um... I was born 30, so I'm, I'm pushing 50 at this point. You were born yeah, 30, 30 fucking... and thriving. I, I, I wish. <laughs> what I'm thinking of is that fucking running joke that Ben has on the Recycle podcast where it's like he came into being at age whatever. Oh, it, it, that age goes up and up. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm sure five years ago he was making it. So, no, I came into being at age 17. Like, Yes, as, yeah, no, Ben, ben didn't exist before he was like 25. Yeah. Neither did I, frankly. Yeah, no, listen, listen. In a very real yeah. way, me, Holly Edelin. In a Edelin very real did, way. In a very mm-hmm. real mm-hmm. way, Holly Edelin did not exist before February of 2020. 
Don't go back before. You're, you're, you're so precocious for a one-year-old. <laughs> God. Watch this. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. It's her first word. <laughs> Mark, at the camera. Oh, this one's going in my cringe compilation. <laughs> uh... All newly out people we have, have a cringe compilation, here. it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, so cringe. Um, but I like... I'm inter- the, It's interesting when... Um, Granny's like, have you, have you ever gone back? Like, to... Have you ever gone back home? Once. And he's like, I did yeah. when my father died, but, like, it was, like, it was weird. None of my relatives could spell their fucking name, and they all treated me like a king. It was weird, yeah. and I didn't like it. Yeah, he, where he was like... I'm extremely rich. I could buy the whole town. Um, and Granny's like, but you felt left out. Like, because it would, you had changed so much by leaving. Um, like, and he's like, oh, but I've done, like, all this great stuff, blah, blah, blah. But, like, there is still this sense of, like, loss. Yeah, you still sacrificed him, like, he, things to have this. Yeah, like, he can't connect with those people. There are some anymore. things you just can never get back by leaving the place exactly. you grew up in. Yeah. But like, I like that just... Uh, Granny just like immediately cuts it where like he's he's trying to fluff it up by saying how great he is and she's like okay but you're not connected to any of those yeah. people anymore like you can never go back home um, and that's that's sad we we get um, the you can't cross the same river twice metaphor <laughs> and he's like I yeah. think I, yeah no, I think I like crossed <laughs> I the bridge can, a few though. times <laughs> oh but you can though <laughs> I would simply cross the the same river twice <laughs> mm-hmm. I would simply. Granny, uh, this is the first example of wizards um, deliberately not understanding metaphors. We're going to get a lot of that with Ridcully. Well, We're also going to get those are a illegal, better Holly. Ver- yeah, right. Those are illegal. Um, we're we, we're we're going to get. I feel like this is like practice for um, a scene between Granny, a series of scenes between Granny Weatherwax and uh, Ridcully in uh, Lords and Ladies. That one, that one's just done a lot better because they don't cram it all into one fucking set of ten pages. And the, so the the next thing that happens is them talking about Granny's letters. Yeah, which is the part that makes me die when I read it. Out. This is extremely, extremely dropped. But I'm reading this like, oh no, oh I love this actually. Oh yeah, gra- yeah. like Granny's like yeah. God, you can't, like you couldn't even answer my letters, and he's like. Oh wait! Oh, those are from oh, you. I thought those were jokes. Yeah, I, I thought that was a. He joke. was like, I like, thought he was like, it was what? so stupid because no, like no women are allowed to. Be, like everyone knows that women can't be wizards. Like I thought it was a joke. <laughs> but Granny wanted to be a wizard so bad. But Granny also wanted to be a wizard. Like both or none at all. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, they find the staff, and it's in a pool of negative cold, or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's in a pool of dry it's ice. It's fucking, like, uh, what is it called? It's, it's like the fucking, it, like, zero Kelvin state of matter, whatever the fuck it's called. The triple point? No. No. But, basically, in Discworld, everything has an opposite. Um, like darkness is not the opposite of light; it's merely the absence. This is cold that goes so far beyond zero that it is not cold anymore. So she's like, "All right, uh, hover it out of there." I need to shout at it. 
Oh my god. And <laughs> Lord, does she. I need to give this staff a stern talking to. I, oh, Lord, does she. I feel like uh, the, the talk she gives the staff, I think, is an, an internal conversation a lot of, like, anyone who's taught or anyone who's ever raised someone has ever had to have with themselves of, like, so fucking what she threw in the river. Kids toss things away all the time. But you have to fucking be better than that. Like, you need to get mm-hmm. the fuck over. Because she's a child. Because that's the only frame of reference a child has for things they don't like is to just toss them aside. And it, yeah. I I love how much it cut through to the heart of the matter of, like, you just because something tosses you aside, if you know, like, that's not, like, them in their best moment or them, like, thinking in the, uh, you know cogent state of mind then you need to understand that you can prove them wrong by coming back and like showing that just because things are tossed aside doesn't mean they're gone forever yeah uh i was the thing i'm thinking of of is like the bose einstein condensate which is like a weird state of matter that happens when things are at absolute zero oh neat oh yeah anyway that, nice. that was what I have been Googling for the past five minutes. <laughs> I'm sure you all said something or other. Yeah. Um, but they grab the staff, um, and they're like, we're going to fly back. And I do like the hard cut to they're both on the broom, and the wizard's like, so do broom rides usually start with you yelling at it and running around in circles? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's very good. Except, again, stop being horny. Um, cause she's like, all right, hold on. Uh, no, those Not are to me. Mm-hmm. Those, mm. Don't do that I, one. You did a cutie honey on me. I do. I did like the bit where she's like, she's like, please stop holding there. And he's like, okay. And then she's like, move your hands, please. <laughs> like she's, she's <laughs> really? like, uh, she's hands. like, you're holding on to me. And he's like, oh, and realizes that his hands are on her boobs. And then she like, she's like. So move them, please. This is implied. This is we don't act. This is implied, but yeah. But it is. Yeah. Um, God. it's very good. Um, but he's like, "Fucking, do you like need me to get off or something?" <laughs> I knew. I knew about the dangers of broom travel. I didn't think getting my legs blunted by a thousand fucking things of grass would be it. Yeah, Amazing. I didn't want the trees to break my legs. I love the line when she asks, are you smoking back there? He's like, well, yes, I clearly need to calm my nerves from the blistering heights we're reaching here. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we could be reaching speeds of three. <laughs> and speeds of... Th- 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 he says something... Let's Terry says something about like a geria- geriatric jogger. Yes, the speed <laughs> like... of a geriatric jogger. Ooh, glad I got Thanks. that out of my system. <laughs> so we, we go back to the the university ever so briefly and uh it's just it's just raining into that hole that Q-Tangle made in the ceiling and Treadle is the only person there with any sort of like organizational skill he's like oh get those get this shit off of the floor (sighs) I'm gonna be blamed for this I'm sure yeah there's a bit where he's like trying to get a bunch of wizards to fix the hole in the roof but then they're all like fucking bickering about dumb shit so that no one gets it done there's a line in a later book that I I fucking think of all the time, which is like, "That was wizards for you. They'd imme- they they'd immediately accept that they've been catapulted millennia into the past, but then have a half hour argument about how it couldn't possibly be Tuesday." Mm-hmm. God, 
I hate wizards. I love they suck so wizards much. so much. I love how yeah, shitty yeah, and stupid they are. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. See, the thing is, is that there's like always like two good wizards who bounce off of the shitty, stupid ones. So there's two fucking brain cells in the entire university yes. at any given point. Yeah, I, I'm sure I've brought this up, but uh, Ridcully is described as having a mind like a steam engine, very slow to start, and given to linear tracks of thought, but impossible to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Good for <God>. him. <clears throat> oh, uh, there's there's a brief thing here where, while Treadle is trying to organize this, uh, this cleanup, um where he thinks about how nice it would be to be the sort of wizard who lives in a little cave and collects herbs <laughs> right. and, and thinks about what, what Owl's saying. Uh, that's a witch. Yes. <laughs> Treadle's describing uh-huh. a witch. And then then, then uh, with standard wizard pessimism, he's just like, eh, they'd be po- the herbs would be poisonous, the cave would be damp, and Owl's thoughts don't fucking matter. Treadle is I- trans. Treadle, you can I just, just be would, a witch. I just wouldn't be attractive as a witch. Like, I, just, mm. I couldn't pause. God, shut up. <laughs> Julie, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I like I like too many wizard things. Like I've been socialized. I I wouldn't be able to make it. Like, stop bringing me back to a year ago. Stop. It. God, Hit, hitting a little too close to home, Holly. Shut up. I'll just put away these. I'll just put away this pointed hat. That's shut the fuck up. Yeah, the skirts are staying in the closet. Fuck off. Putting in, <laughs> putting in the hat box underneath my bed that no one knows about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bring wow. it out for party because I bring it out for party as a joke, a you know. Year and I wear the pointy hat. Yeah, you know, I need to bring out the thong story again. I'll bring out the thong. No, story. you've already told the thong story. This is just an episode where we own Holly. <laughs> what? I hate this. I- I always, I always wanted like a crystal ball, but I just kept being given stars and like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Holly, you must stop. Holly, you've got to understand. I'm bullying me as well. I'm bullying like yes. the, the trans experience in general. Yeah, it's it's have, the trans experience. Listen, I'm actually li- starting to cry a little. Please stop. <laughs> listen, mercy, okay, wait, we'll mercy. Stop. We'll stop. I'm just saying we're not a monolith, but sometimes there are some very shared experiences. Um, oh yes! Oh, God, we we all love Holly on this yes. show. We love Holly. We may not respect her, but we certainly love her. <laughs> but, but damn, do we love her! So so, uh, Treadle's here, uh, just being a dick. Whatever the fuck, yeah. who cares? Um, and then uh, Q Tangle and and Granny get back, uh, on the broom. Um, oh. Um, before that, I do like the one little line where it's like, he, he takes out his um, tobacco pouch. It's a very nice waterproof one, which means all the water that got in there now can't get out. Yeah. Uh, it's extremely good. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck Treadle. All my homies hate Treadle. Uh, <laughs> what did <laughs> Fuck it. Treadle fan cam. Holly just... <laughs> Holly, we don't see Treadle again. Like, he's not a thing, right? No, absolutely not. We Good, don't see cute, we don't see cute angle again. We don't see ask again. Oh, that's kind of unfortunate. I would have liked to have seen ask again. Um, and I guess I don't hate cute angle. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it we get matter. like fi- we get like twenty pages of him, so whatever. The thing is, is that cute angle is the arc chancellor, which means that he is killed in like two pages after. I was gonna gets. say, as soon as he, he's not being noticed, he's killed. <laughs> We go through at least two more arc chancellors until we get to Rid Cully and moving pictures, I think. 
Understandable, but it is. It's uh, that's. I'm. I'm sad to hear we don't see Esk again. Yeah, because um, I do love her very much. She is my child. Um, but so yeah. Uh, uh, it's time to go to I the love... library. Well, no. Even before that, like they they land basically in a giant puddle, um, and and Granny has to fish her hat out of the water, yeah. and she <laughs> and so she, she and look, she does put it back she on. She looks like a maniac. Yeah, she does put it back on while it's like <laughs> sopping wet, and she's like, "Well, I, I'm a fucking witch. I need a hat." God, y'all gonna fucking say some shit? And everyone's like, "No, <laughs> no, let's not. No, man, let, let's not anger the crazy woman with the hat over her eye." Yeah, and it's, she's like, "Okay, um, they're in the library, right?" Um, and and so they they start going on over to the library, um, and Trito starts saying something about um the lore. Yes, again. At which point, at which point, cute angle is like, "Dude, shut the fuck up." Dude, <laughs> yeah, dude, he's like, "Trust up. me, you dude, don't." Sh- <laughs> Um, we're not going to talk about Laura. Also, uh, like Granny's turns to him is like, "Oh, the building's afraid of thunderstorms." By the way, you should be nice to it. <laughs> when the rewatch, when the rewatch podcast gets sick of talking about whatever episode they're on, we're not going to talk about Laura anymore. We're not going to talk about Laura anymore. Yeah, yeah, and then, I do like how she says that, and then Trito like pats it and says, "They're there." It's like you know, I do feel better. Yeah, <laughs> it's very good. Um, but so they, they walk up to the library, and then uh, Q-Tangle's like, hey, like, can I go in the building first, just so, like, it looks good? And this reminds me um, oh, of a, a story about a couple of friends of mine who, who uh, dated for a number of years and, and were engaged. Um, I'm only friends with one of them now. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> I think I know how this might end. <clears throat> Was well, the boy well, shitty? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... A thing that he would do, um, so so my friend Molly is is the person that this is about. Um, this was her her longtime boyfriend and then fiance Byron, um, who was the oh, one geez. that I knew Ooh. first. Oh, man, I, I was gonna I, say never date a Byron. I, never date a Byron. He's gonna com- he's he's gonna be a poet. Yeah, it's awful. Mm, uh, he thought he was. Um, <laughs> You're gonna bring up your daughter to be a mathematician who invents the computer just to spite him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know if Molly listens to this. Hi, Molly. Hello, Molly. Uh, if she does. Hello, Molly. Um, but, like, years after they've they've been broken up, she would still look back on things and be like, oh, wait, that was really fucked up that he mm-hmm. did that. That he would do those things that was really fucked up. And one of the things he would do was that if they went out to eat somewhere, he would insist on giving the card to mm-hmm. the server, but it was Molly's Great. card. Oh, oh like, what the hell? Molly was the one buying dinner, but but Byron would insist on oh, just giving so the card hitting, to the server. Hitting every every possible small. red flag. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. That's such a small but very significant thing. Very like, telling. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's why it was it was years later she would look back and say, Hey Wait a second. Wait a second. That was fucked up. That was stupid. Oh, boy. That was oh, fucked up and no. stupid. <laughs> So when Q-Tangle is like, can I walk in the library first? I'm like... Granny's like, fine. Yeah. Fi- fine. This, this fine little man, whatever. This reminds me of some, something which is much more innocent and funny uh, as a uh, version of that is... um, In Asian families, it's like an actual fist fight for who pays for dinner. Like, um, I've heard of families who literally, uh, when they make the booking, like a week beforehand pay like put down a payment first when wow. they, like so no one could pay for it yeah. um 
I've heard of people who like, oh, the family would, oh, hey, I suggested the restaurant. Let's go. Uh, let's go there next week. And before they can make the booking, another family member goes and pays for the meal beforehand. Wow. Like, <laughs> and, and <laughs> Zach believed all of this. My partner, when uh, he first started dating me, and we were first started going out with my family and stuff, he believed it. But he was always like, "That's just so extreme." And then he straight up saw like, with my sisters now moved back here. Um, we went out for dinner, and uh, the server came around, and my dad pulled out his card, and my sister grabbed his hand. I was like, no, 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 no. You are not paying. You let me pay. We had a whole discussion about this. Uh. And <laughs> Zach was just sitting there. I was like, yep, this is, this is literally how it goes. Like, <laughs> you, God. You, I've seen tactics where, like, an aunt will, like, they'll go, oh, sorry, I just got to walk my kid to the bathroom. They'll go there. And then when the person goes, oh, let's pay for the meal, the, the aunt comes back and is like, oh, we already paid for it on the way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> suck it. Oh, God. That. Bitch. That's pretty good. Psych you thought. Yeah. <laughs> they come into the library here. I love that, like, water is getting into the library, but, like, it's being weird. Like, it just goes weird places. That water's on the ceiling, because yeah. that's the upside-down section. I, we we didn't mention it, but it's like also like the the river is like rising over the banks, so it's just like flooding the castle from the ground. I also do love when they get to the library and a Granny meets the uh, the librarian, which I love, but also b this is just a description of the, when the librarian goes back to his work, he's shooing pages back into the books. <laughs> like, get, it's so good. Like, get back I in there. What the hell are you doing? Just shoveling them back in. And stop, like, stop it. Get back in. I also like this stuff about, like, there's a bunch of wizards who are, like, panicking and just running around trying to save books, and their like, librarian's just mm-hmm. exhausted. Like, he's just looking around, like, oh my god, these guys have no fucking idea what they're doing. And I, yeah, when, when Q-Tangle and, and Granny come in, everyone's like, oh, but Q-Tangle- She we, lady. We, oh, she, but she lady. She's and, gonna and get, get she, she's gonna get cooties all over the books. <laughs> Basically, but like- this guy gets cut off in the middle of saying something, but he's just like, oh, uh, uh Treadle told us, and I'm like, I want to know what Treadle fucking yeah. told them. What did Treadle say? <laughs> but Treadle told what us did, that women, if they said, <laughs> women sit in the presence of books, they just burn. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Treadle said you went off with some woman. <laughs> like, Treadle said that if you let ladies get around books, um, they'll, uh, yeah. Uh huh. Um, no. No. Keep I don't going. Know where I was going with this. I just want to do <laughs> a going. dumb teen voice. Treadle. <laughs> Mr. Treadle said, "If you like girls, get around books. Uh, they they get their boobs on them, and it sucks up all the magic. <laughs> they get their bo- they get their boobs on them, and I'm pretty sure that's where blood comes out. We can't let the girls read the books <laughs> with their boobs. It just said uh, it yeah. wouldn't be very like sanitary." <laughs> Uh, anyway, they go to the room where Simon and Eskar, and they just give Esk the staff, and it's like, they, hey, should something be happening yeah, right now? Yeah, I love the bit with, like, they just, like, toss the staff on top of Esk, and they're like, any minute now. Nope. <laughs> and that, that's when Granny realizes, oh, you gotta make her a wizard. Like, it has to oh, be official. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, um... I need to find this line. Granny's like, oh, she's never actually used right. this. The staff has either done things of its own volition or it has used her. She has never done this magic because she's not a wizard because mm-hmm. y'all are fucking bad Right. Boys. She can't use the staff because she's not a real a real wizard. Yeah, she's like, so just make her a wizard. And Q-Tangle's like, um... There's supposed to be a ceremony. But, 
but the but the lore yeah. and the, but something i love here the conversation i love here where she's like well where's it written down yeah yeah exactly where where in the rule book does it say a dog say... cannot be a basketball wizard <laughs> Does it say that a girl can't be a basketball? <laughs> the sequel, fucking Space Jam. Eskbo. Yeah. <laughs> There's a really good joke in that cartoon We Bear Bears when one of them joins like the girl, local Girl Scout softball team, and the, the rules guy's like, "Whoa, whoa, wait! Let, let me check the rule book." And he turns to the first page. He goes, "Well, actually, yep, that's rule number one." Bears can no play bears. softball, and two, have fun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like there, oh, there's a so Simpsons there's a Simpsons one where it's like, well, where in the rules of... Homer's, like, pretending to be Bart's robot for fucking BattleBots. It's like, well, yeah. where in the rules does it say a person can't be a robot? And then someone immediately walks up right here, page one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's extremely good. Um, and so I... Q-Tangle... Q- has this this thought process that reminds me a lot of Esk's father, yeah. Where he's just like, oh, but it but it would be cool to to be the oh, first yes. arch chancellor to for to have a female. Wi- it's like, oh, it would be great to be the first woke arch chancellor. Yeah. Like, it would be pretty cool. <laughs> I, I've got the I've got the line here which I love. Um, it specifically says, it doesn't say it anywhere. It ju- it says it everywhere. Do I want to be remembered as the mm. first arch chancellor to allow women in the, in the university? Still, I'd be remembered, be remembered. That's for sure. So. Yeah, uh, she's rather uh, like, and then like the last two lines of, the uh, last three lines, I'll be laughed at. It might not work. It might work. Mm. Yeah, it's so it's, good. It's fun. And then we go back into uh, the fucking nightmare zone, um, where Esk is like, oh, I guess I gotta trust them. Wait, no, I fucking don't. Kazapo. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, she. The staff appears, and she's like, "Oh, haha!" And then uh, Simon's like, "Oh, use your staff. They hate it." And then Esk is like, "No, they hate the fact that I could use magic, but I'm not. But I'm not doing. Try it. It's fun. Yeah. (laughs) Should be like, oh boy, sure could be using magic right now. Because Simon is like screaming at her to use the staff, and she's like, "No, it's fine." She like puts the staff away, and everyone's like, and all the monsters are like, "Ah, fuck, ow." Check out the shit I can do with my staff. Zoom. It's, it's the equivalent of having like the unbuttoned like holster of your pistol and just holding your hand over it constantly. It's like, mm, don't want to mess with that. Esk mm. just starts doing the fucking like sleight of hand, taking off your own thumb bit, and it just starts killing all the <laughs> monsters. Oh, you guys want to see some magic? Yeah. Huh? Oh Thank shit! To... <laughs> oh, there's a quarter behind me. <laughs> but th- no. th- then she like. Then she gives the spectral staff to Simon, and he also doesn't use it, and, like, all the beings are, like, gone now. He gets really hyped when, when she gives him the staff. He's like, oh, no, you fuck dumb yeah. bastard, don't. And then she's like, no, did you not just hear exactly what I fucking said? And he's like, oh, don't use yeah. the... Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't use the magic. Shit, my, um... I had wizard brain for a second. <laughs> oh, wizard brain. <laughs> Gone. Yes, she literally says, you know, it's, it's about the spells you don't do. Right. <laughs> this almost feels anticlimactic, but at the same time, that's a, that's like yeah. the point. Especially when we consider that, like, all the parallels between, like, wizard magic being, like, the nuclear option of, like, no, actually, the way smarter thing to do is to yeah. not use the so nukes. Just don't. <laughs> just don't. If I had nukes, I would simply not use them. <laughs> I would simply just disarm. Look. Just don't look. <laughs> Th- that, 
yep, if you just stop stop believing in the dungeon dimension things, they just go right. away. Because that's, like, that's okay. the point that she makes, sure. is that, like, you know, they only exist because they're, like, because we believe in them. If we just stopped doing it, then they wouldn't. Like, like Gemger. <laughs> just like Gemger. As told by Gemger. As, as told by Gemger. Great, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> wow, amazing. As told uh, by Gemger. I cannot believe we both landed on that. <laughs> um... That bad Nick show from the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I watched too Fucked much of that show. Fishmouth people. I saw someone just did an edit where instead of having the fucking big mouth mouths on the side of their fucking face, they had normal ones. That's so like, oh, that looks like instantly way better. <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd block that show out of my mind. Yeah. Now I have to remember yeah. it. I think Thank about you, that Molly. show's theme song once a week routinely. I don't know why. I just watched too much of it as a child. <laughs> Anyway, Esk and Simon wake up after the staff fucking explodes. Yeah, so the, like the staff, so they put the staff on Esk, and like I I love this whole scene where they're just this these things are happening concurrently, obviously. Um, so like Cute Tangle and Granny are standing there just like watching it, and then the staff staff like gets up and hovers over to Simon, and then back to Esk, and then the and then air back to Esk, and then in the air, and then um, we get the line where it's like it gave off the sensation of going very fast while staying in place yes it's extremely good pass to the right pass to the left holds it holds it it's doing the fucking staff holds it holds it (laughs) staff glows red then blue then violet oh it's octorine ladies and gentlemen i it's doing like the fucking um like Gmod like physics wiggling, where they, <laughs> like an object is like flying around, but also it's just staying in place. But it's just getting caught on something, just constantly rattling a bit. Yeah, for a second. you're yeah, just hearing. That, like, you're just, just hearing the sound of like flesh hitting flesh over and over. Uh, I was imagining like uh, fucking like extremely crowbar hitting wood sounds. It's like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> amazing. Except it's staying stock still in the air. So snakes of white fire coruscated along its length and then this whole following paragraph yeah oh, of, so there good. should be a oh, word so for good. words that sound like things would sound if they made a noise he thought yeah. um <laughs> the word glisten does indeed gleam oily and if there was ever a sound that sounded exactly the way sparks look as they creep across burned paper or the way lights of cities would creep across the world if the whole of human civilization were crammed into one night then you couldn't do much better than coruscate yeah. and i love that weird weird like hypothetical it onomatopoeias it's it's amazing anyway when the metaphorical smoke clears and everyone can everyone see is again, lying dead on the um, pavement they're like here's your hat you're a wizard now congratulations <laughs> The fact that they did put the pointy hat on her pastel yes. body is so it's funny, excellent. so adorable. It's a bit, and Esk is just like, oh, I don't care for this gender bullshit at all. Literally, she's like, I think the exact line is like, being a wizard didn't feel any different from not right. being a wizard. And Granny's like, see what I mean? You gotta make it to the other, you have to have been a wizard to see if you like it or not. Damn. Wild. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do like that they made her a little hat, though. They made her a little hat. I love it. I don't want to imagine it's made out of pages from like a book in the library. Yeah, <laughs> a little paper folded hat. <laughs> God, except the the librarian would kill you. That's oh yes, true. 1000%. he would beat you within an inch of your life. And they do talk about this this fact that the staff has lost like the runes that are all over it. It's just a stick now. Yeah, it's just a stick now. Which they don't really tell us what the deal is with the runes. They say at one point that Esk like 
un- like can read the runes now, basically, or like understands what they are, but they don't tell us. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's just there's magic yeah. runes, except now it's just a big old stick. Yeah. Who gives yeah, a shit? Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing is that you know it's a symbol of her understanding wizardry and being like, oh, this isn't as important as I thought it was. Yeah. Oh, gender not important yeah. at all. All my homies said fuck gender. <laughs> all my homies said fuck gender. So, like Simon's like, oh yay, we figured out magic. Um, and they, like they talk about how they start, they found like a new school of magic, basically about <laughs> where you not don't do doing magic. magic. And everyone was very confused and delighted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we also close off on a conversation with Cute Angle and Granny, where it's like, hey, um. So we were thinking. Hold on, hold on. I want to talk about this scene setting first, where, um, you know, the streets of Ankhmore Pork are all filled with silt from the the flooded river. Uh-huh. But it's great because at least it washed all the dead dogs yeah. out to sea. Yeah, Ankhmore Pork sucks. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. In in later books, there's an entire underclass of like weird magic bullshit creatures who collect garbage. And they're the mm-hmm. reason why the streets are no longer full of dead dogs and seagulls all the time. Oh, that sounds good. Everyone wins. Yeah. Aquapulk is very much like London pre-industrial, well, pre-slash-just-post-industrial-revolution, yeah. as well as New York City in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, a lot of crime, a lot of everyone's sick all of the time. But if you, but if you ever took that away, people would be nostalgic for it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it is, it's awful, and everyone who lives there loves it. Yep. <laughs> but then we get this last conversation where it's like, um, so if you wanted to like have a position at the university, uh, we'd be interested. Um, and you could like get we could get you a better broom that could actually make the trip. Uh, Cute Tangle literally is like, okay, well, like like if you wanted like a chair at the university, and Granny's like, oh, I want one of those big yeah. wicker ones, um, with like a, and I love that <laughs> big Give Granny a big wicker chair. Yeah. She can have the little shade shade thing on top. Yeah, <laughs> cute, cute angle like is goes one and a half steps like before going like oh yeah I have a room for you because um, he's like you can get a fucking apartment here and stay in your cottage while while some students take courses at your house over the summer. It's like practical courses. Yeah, Granny cool. Granny I thinks of actually. all the free labor she can get, and she's like, oh fuck yeah, sign me up. <laughs> Oh, I could, I could have twelve esks who are fully grown men. Awesome. <laughs> right. Oh, I can have a bunch of college students come work at my house. Hell sure. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in in between this conversation, we also get these intercuts of of this ant civilization. God, yeah. Uh, the ants are just kind of here for this. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is just like a weird thing um, where the, these ants have slaves. They sure fucking do. These. Here's the thing: ants in real life have slaves. Like that's a thing yeah, that but, happens. No, 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 no. But like these are these are specifically like a different kind yes, of ants. Yes, these are like like these ants, different non-magically enhanced ants. Well, we don't Just know the that. regular Enhan- ass bumpkin ants. ants. Non-magically enhanced. Some fucking uh, muggle yeah, ants. Yeah. <laughs> God, read another. Read another. <laughs> Read another wizard book. Listen, I I need to stress how much I hate. Like, I love my coworkers at the moment, but every time I go to a place to work, it's just always Harry Potter because this is what people 
in around my age bracket and slightly older grew up with mm-hmm. now and i'm just like please fall of god we need to just talk about something else please i don't care what houses we're all from for fuck sake, oh, please i'm going oh, to die Lord. can we please talk I'm, about discord i'm from Lord, i'm in it. cringe house <laughs> this one's going in my cringe house <laughs> Wow. And one of the ants is the fucking wizard who yes. started all this one goddamn of the ants bullshit. Who decided to be, become an animal? Did, like, is it wasn't that like implied? It's like, oh, you could go the reincarnation route, but you you couldn't really hope for much better than an ant. And now he's yeah, an ant. That's exactly what Death tells him at the beginning at of the book. He's, he's like a mm. magic ant who can think. Yeah. yeah. See, magically enhanced animals come up later, uh, like just as a result of being around the university, except later it's usually reserved for crows that can talk. Um. Fair. Not not the ants who build a pyramid to yeah. bury God. Yeah, a pyramid with a secret to longevity that's washed away the next time it rains. Hey, why do the ants know this? Um. Mm. I sometimes think it's because <laughs> of what um, Granny has mentioned about animals, how they just don't they have no extraneous information. Like, oh, fair, they yeah. because they just cut through bullshit, because they don't worry about the future, they can just think up a way to survive to the future and beyond yeah. it. All you, all you have to do to live forever is never die. Yeah, it's that easy yeah. for animals. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that easy. Esk and Simon invent gay magic. They did it, kids. <laughs> they did it, kids. <laughs> oh, the kids are all right with their non-binary magic. Yeah not using magic yes they develop a whole new type of magic that no one could exactly understand but which nevertheless everyone considered very worthwhile and somehow comforting and yeah and the insect queen is buried in her fucking sugar cube pyramid it's very good and that's the end that's the end of the book i like it i liked it yeah i enjoyed it i also liked it yeah like it wraps up pretty fast yeah, if I have a complaint, it's that it's we we wrap this up a little bit. It's quickly. a little bit too neat, I guess. I was, too neat. I, yeah. I was like thinking like last recording because I'm like I remembered the big fucking ice storm with the staff at the center. I'm like, when are we gonna get to the ice staff? <laughs> <laughs> they can't possibly do it so quickly, and they did. Like, exactly, because like when we were on like the third part, I was like. Okay, so clearly there's like there's something going on with the dungeon dimension. I'm like, how, this is a nice whatever you're bringing point. up. Oh like, Jesus! Yeah, literally, it felt like the midway point of the story. Yeah. Frankly, I was like, where's, where, where's the rest of it? <laughs> like, there's there should be a little bit more. Where's um, the conflict? Yeah. True, kind of like where's where's the conflict? Oh, there it is. Oh, it's over in like seven pages, which is unfortunate. I, mean, I guess um, so. I, the conflict is society. The conflict is we live in a society, and it's bad. The conflict <laughs> is gender. The conflict is yeah. gender. Yes, but also you gave me the spooky monsters, and I didn't get to see much of the spooky monsters, which is unfortunate because I like yeah. them. Like, um, listen, I I love conflict about gender <laughs> um gosh <why? laughs> weird <laughs> i say conf- 35 episodes into a binge watch of ron the one half weird. it was a boking accident <laughs> <laughs> um but would also love like more content about the the space bending evil creatures yeah. i don't know so, but yeah like i'd you know i don't have a problem with it i still liked it um 
the problem was I wanted more, you know? Yeah, that's a good problem to have, frankly. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed it overall. Definitely this, the Gemeter stuff, like, the concerns that I had at the start of the book were, like... Those basically, yeah, like, as soon as we got that bit with Esk with the both or none at all, I'm like, okay, this is good, actually. Yeah, yeah. and I, like, I felt, like... It's a like it is a little bit neat for my taste at the end, where it's just like, and they they made a new magic, and everyone was like cool with it, and uh, and Granny got to work at the university. All of this will be retconned. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of unfortunate. I I like it though because gr- Granny as like, I like Granny more as someone who like is extraordinarily set in her ways. The thing is, is that the later books introduce two other witches, so she doesn't have to have all three of the aspects. Right. As much as I did like, kind of, last last time when she was like, oh, hey, maybe the city's not so bad, but, like, she she kind of goes a little too far on that, like, too quickly for... for what I would expect. I don't know. We could have we seen a little bit more of, like, their interiority, I think, in this. Yeah. But... Over, like overall, it's fine. Julie, how about you? You sitting over there? <laughs> no, I liked it a lot. Sitting over I there, book was... in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was over there in Australia. <laughs> I was sitting over here in Australia. I'm trying to deal with a cat who was trying to uh, get onto the laptop and is now resting back on her pizza box as Hell she's yeah. wanted to do. Oh, um, God, I wish I could rest on a pizza box. <laughs> if only were I to be a cat on the pizza box like a tiny cat. <laughs> um, yeah, I I feel like. It's just like how me and Holly have always said. It, we come in with this, you know, retrospective knowledge that these books do get a lot more consistent as time goes on. So a lot of the weird inconsistencies, especially with pacing, get ironed out even by Mort, which is the next book. Um, as much as I would criticize that part, I'm like, I understand that this is just so early on in the world uh, creation of Discworld. So I know, like, how much is going to be in flux. And it, it is really a shame that Esk doesn't ever show up again. I think that's probably my biggest criticism. It, like, overall, which is not about the book, but just about how I wish some more things from the book carried over. We're not going to get weird gender shit again until Feet of Clay and the introduction of Cheery Little Bottom. But by God, is that going to be some gender bullshit? Oh, oh yeah. No I love bullshit. her. I love her so much. Oh, boy. Oh, Mark, do we have emails? Let me take a gander over there. No, okay, we have no emails this week. We did get, uh, we got a review. Oh, oh, oh fuck, we did? Like, with words and everything? With words Damn. and everything, Oh, yes. shit, nice. Um, I thought words were fake, so... fuck. <laughs> God, so... we've only gotten one of those for Lupin Lottery, and that's what's fucking two well, and a half years ago. I, I, I went on the Twitter and said, hey, please review the show, because I want to read nice things. Um, I should do that. I should do so that, we, too. We we did get a lovely review here from uh, Casey Cosmos, who, if I'm not mistaken, this is Fresh Rash, friend of the show, Fresh Rash. Oh, thank you, uh, Rash. Oh, hey. So Terry's ghost has no good reason to haunt this show. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, actually. Hmm. The title of this we've review. We've said some cursed things. We've, we've said a couple. Of I've said things. some cursed things, and we keep kind of Ter- egging Terry on. So like, <laughs> bitch, dead old bitch, come on, Jesus Christ, Holly, please. <laughs> 
GNU this no. motherfucker. Holly, you're gonna get us poltergeisted. Holly, he's in my laptop, I think. <laughs> I'm uh, gonna make another emergency restart, and there's nothing you can do about it, Jis. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna make it do a disc check. <laughs> there's nothing you can do. Alright, I'm gonna read Casey's review now. Yes. Um, uh, so, so she says... I've wanted to learn about the Discworld series, but I haven't casually read a book in ages. Same yeah. big mood. So this mm-hmm. podcast has been a great way to digest the series. Learn about such important topics as sex Aragon, tree himbos, <laughs> surprisingly wholesome planet turtle reproduction, <laughs> and Terry Pratchett inventing feminism in book three, and more stuff that I can't remember. The hosts are great and have excellent chemistry with each other. Also check out Lupin Lottery. That's a good Aww. show, too. Hey! Hey! Oh, so thank you. Thank we you, love Casey. you too. Featuring three quarters of the hosts from this one. Featuring most of this show. <laughs> so yeah, dear so dear dear listener, if you would like to go to the the hosting service of your choice and and leave a review, we would love to yeah. see it. Or if you want to send us a, an email, Mark, Mark, and the uh, you can three stars, two Benny Simpsons quotes. <laughs> uh don't tempt people. Uh, email us at thediscoursepod at gmail.com with two C's. Jess, where can we find you on the online? All right. As always, you can find me at several bad puns uh, on Twitter. You can find kind of all the stuff that I do at uh, beach co- beachghost.car.co. Um, you can also find this show uh, if you search for Zlorf on Twitter. Uh, and go, go yell, go yell at the show on Twitter. I run that one. Yeah. You've been retweeting a bunch of vaguely wizard-related bullshit. Yeah, I'm whatever. I'm just having fun, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Julie, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Gatsby Low L O W. Locked account. Public school teacher. Never let any children see my things ever, ever ever you can also find me on instagram at dl hobbies where me and my partner just build and paint a lot of warhammer we actually got a really cool shout out from a very big popular warhammer fan site goonhammer oh, which cool. is like pretty cool wow. actually um, congratulations that, yeah, like thank you uh it was pretty dope um and also real quick uh you can see some of my art for uh a, sh- a show our friends do called uh, Idol on Pop and Idol on Rock, uh, you can, which you can find on Twitter at Idol on Playtest. Uh, some friends of ours have created a tabletop RPG that they're going through and giving it a run, and I create some of the art for that uh, for all the classes. There, I'm mostly pointing this out because I finished a recent commission for them, and there's going to be more class art coming out soon for that. So definitely keep an eye out for it, and I need to keep myself to a deadline regarding that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also want to do a quick shout out for. Um, Extra Life coming up, because tis the season for charity game streaming. Yeah. Uh, I've got a friend of mine, uh, Mike Blaze, B-L-A-I-S. Uh, just search him on Extra Life. He's doing a great job with raising money, and I'm sure uh, friends over at Audio Entropy will be doing uh, Extra Life this year, too. So keep an eye out for that. Now, now Julie, yes. you're aware this episode's coming out in December, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, oh, okay. In that December. case, then, uh, have fun if you, you know... <laughs> Uh, if you donate, that's great. If you didn't, don't blame you. I'm an idiot. I forget time. Time is bad. Time is weird. It's okay. It's all right. Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> this is either going to be like the last week of November or the first of December. Yeah. You can still donate to Extra Life. That's true. You can like, always donate around. to Extra Life. You can always donate through Extra sure. Life. It's not like there's no hard time limit. Um, I'm not the idiot. You're the idiot. Shut up. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll include a link to Extra Life in the in the description. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mark, where can we find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Avengifier, A-V-E-N-G-I-F-I-E-R. Uh, I am just complaining about videos games, probably, um, and talking about stuff that I've played. So go follow me. And you can find me on Twitter at ChumPersonable. Um, and I've mostly on that on that website. I've been doing nothing but shitposting about Ranma for the past week. I yep. might be done with the series by December. Who knows? <laughs> at which point I'll be starting to collect the manga. <laughs> but uh, you can also find Jess, Mark, and I on Lupin Lottery, um, where we're watching all of Lupin. That's a fun show. Um, you can find my Patreon, patreon.com slash hollybeedlin, where I post episodes of that show early. And nice. would you guys all like to hear what we are reading up to next week? Absolutely. Yes, We're please. starting Mort, right? We are starting Mort. It Woo! is, in fact, Mort Fun Time, which I've just posted in the chat. Mort Fun Time. <laughs> Mort, Mort, Mort. Hell Yeah. Mort, Mort, Mort. Uh, are we reading the first 70 pages of Mort? We are reading up to page 77. Oh! Hey! The, and we are, we are, or depending on edition, we are ending with the line, Granny Weatherwax's Ram Rubbed Invigorator and Passions Filter, one, spoon phone, one spoonful only before bed and that small. It's like huh. a fucking recipe. Good. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. There's a page right. break. You'll find it. It's fine. Sure. Interesting. But that will be next time. See you all in a few hours and a hundred years. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.